0: Welcome to the Music, Money, and Life podcast. This podcast is brought to you by HowToLicenseYourMusic.com. If you want to learn how to make money writing music for TV, films, and ads, visit HowToLicenseYourMusic.com today for a free video series all about how to write music specifically for use in TV shows, films, and commercials. Music, Money, and Life is the podcast that brings together the best minds in music licensing, music publishing, music marketing, and more together in one place. Learn how to license your music and market your music. Learn the latest cutting-edge tech Techniques for getting your music heard and making money from your music. Learn directly from the musicians and industry insiders on the front lines of the music business. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review in iTunes. Every positive review helps us rise up the ranks in iTunes, gain more subscribers, and attract more and more great guests. And now, without further ado, here's today's podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, I'm speaking with christopher highlander christopher is a musician and composer from sweden based out of sweden and christopher has a really interesting story that he's going to share with with you guys and, and just so you know before we start the the way that i met christopher is is kind of interesting so a quick backstory over the last I would say month or two over the last couple months, I've become really interested in Spotify and and trying to learn as as much as possible about Spotify, both to better promote my own music and, and just in general for my website and for this podcast to better inform all of my subscribers. I think Spotify is a really interesting platform. And more and more, I've been coming across really great examples of artists that that are doing significant things uh, on Spotify that that are getting generating millions and millions of of streams. I've, I've connected with someone recently in LA who is up to about 16 million streams. About a week ago, I was introduced to a person who's up to 58 million streams. And, you know, as recently as a couple of years ago, I was, I was, I think like a lot of us, like a lot of musicians, fairly skeptical about Spotify. You know, The idea of getting paid fractions of a penny for streams of my music just didn't seem exciting. But but more and more, I'm starting to see the possibility and I'm meeting and connecting with artists that are making real money on Spotify. So a couple of days ago, I was on YouTube and I was perusing different YouTube business videos. And I came across a music business video about, you know, how to make money, how to make a living as, as a musician in two, I think this was last year in 2017 and beyond. And one of the comments on, on that video was a comment that Christopher left. And I, I'm going to paraphrase your, your comment, Christopher. I don't remember exactly sure. what you said, but it was yeah. something along the lines of I think you said, you know, I'm surprised you didn't really mention Spotify. You didn't really bring up Spotify. And you said mm-hmm. something to the effect of, you know, you're making a full time living. From your music on spotify and you've been doing it for i think several years now and so it was a really interesting comment and i reached out to you and invited you to be a guest on my podcast to uh educate all of us more about spotify so I'm interested, Christopher, why don't we start with your story? Tell us about your your music and, and how long you've been on Spotify, how many streams. I think you, you you said to date you've generated 20 million streams. So I'm really curious to, to hear your story and how you've generated all these streams on Spotify.
1: Yeah, thanks for ha- having me. And uh, yeah, so I'm 26 years old now, and I've been writing music for about 10 years. So when I was like 15, 16 long ago, I discovered that uh, I had this passion for just writing music and I wanted to learn piano and I was just grinding it out, practicing hours every day. And since I'm Swedish, uh, Spotify is Swedish, Spotify came out also 10 years ago, but it hasn't really gotten popular until the last few years. So I was kind of lucky that uh, I used Spotify for probably since 2009. Because I'm Swedish, uh, most of the people know about Spotify since it started here. Uh, I just started using Spotify. And then as I got into making music, I realized, wait, I can get my music on Spotify without having a label? Because nobody nobody heard my music yet, right? I was writing songs for about two, three years. Uh, Just learning how to compose, actually. That was my first real passion in life, I think. And... uh, I got into i asked a friend i think uh, how, how did you get your music on spotify and he said used cd baby you know it's a company based in in america and right. i checked this out i was like wait i can actually pay about 50 50 or something and i can i can get a whole album out of spotify i don't have to have a label or, label or anything so i did that with my first album and i did the same with my second album and by the time I was making my third album. This was when I was in university in 2013, so five years ago. Uh, And when I put my third album out, I still have nobody listening to me. Uh, On YouTube, things started to pick up. People started to to discover me on YouTube, and I started to get into this new new genre called chillstep. It's basically dubstep music, but that's actually really melodic and really beautiful and really calm like it's really chill right it's really it's like this new age kind of music but dubstep in a calm way and i was lucky that i was one of the first people i think in the world that started to really get into that a lot, a lot of people were trying it but nobody was actually making the album after album and i was doing that and uh, i was lucky that uh, by my third album on spotify and keep in mind that. When I put music on Spotify, I didn't expect anyone to hear it. It was mostly just like a fun thing I could tell to my family. Like I actually have, I actually have music on Spotify. So it's easy to show my family and friends that oh, it's like a cool thing, right? And but by my third album, uh, someone that had this big playlist on Spotify. I think he had the biggest playlist in the world that wasn't owned by Spotify themselves. And he decided to put almost a whole album of me in that playlist. And the, since, since the day he put my album there, he started to just spread, spread, spread. So that's—it's kind of sad to say that that was a big, uh, like, a, a streak of luck, a streak of luck. And uh, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's great. I mean, I'm definitely following what happened here. So you to sort of sort of recap you you got into Spotify you said in 2009
1: yeah but I had music there first in 2012 I think
0: okay and then you put out you said several albums I think you said three albums you started creating this this genre of music called chill step which that's really interesting that you were one of the sort of pioneers in that genre and then what one of your albums or most of one of your albums got picked up by this major playlist. And then from there, things sort of took off for you. So, so there's a couple things there. I think it's really interesting that, um, I mean, one of the things I'm hearing over and over, and I think one of the things that's becoming rather obvious is that in order to do really well on Spotify, one of the keys is getting featured on playlists. You said in your yep. case, it was more or less a stroke of luck. Sounds like you didn't initiate that. It sounds like they just added your, your they came across your music, obviously liked it, and added your tracks. But uh, But I'm wondering, Christopher, knowing what you know now, would there be any way to sort of, Orchestrate the sort of success you've had, and, and strategize. Are there things you're doing to to further your success on Spotify, or, or are things sort of mm-hmm. running on default at this point?
1: Uh, so, since I've made nine albums now since 2011, I make about one big album per year. Okay, uh, and I'm always thinking about this: how can I replicate my biggest success? Right, and sometimes, sometimes I feel like I make a lot of good songs but nobody really hears them right and then I make one song and then whoa it just takes off and I it's really weird and I I, I feel like if you're consistent, eventually people will hear your music. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly finding problems sometimes to to promote my to pro- pro- promote my own music uh, because I feel like it's kind of uh, you have to understand that music, Especially in music business. It's not really fair at all. It is Based yeah. on being very consistent and then all having a bit of luck. I don't think you can make it without luck. It's really hard uh, And that's kind of negative to say, but uh, I think that's true for now I have a lot of music. I have a lot of childhood friends that makes amazing music and they kind of ask me like How do I get this like on a playlist on Spotify? And I'm like I actually don't know exactly <laughs> You just have to make a lot of music, and you have to keep submitting it to various people. Uh, there's a lot of people that uh, they sell, they sell spots. Like you pay like two hundred dollars, and you get to have your song for one month in a playlist. I never, I've never done that. Uh, a lot of people do that. I think that's kind of like a, a scam in a way, because Spotify themselves they don't approve of that. Appro- approve of that. But what's uh, what's really exciting right now is that Spotify just launched this. It's just out of beta. Where uh, if you sign up as an artist on Spotify, artist, so uh, basically Spotify recognizes you as an artist. Then if you release a new song and you you put a release date in a few weeks from now, though, from, during those weeks you can send your music uh, or like you can select a few songs and you can. Submit them to official Spotify uh, people who works there and they the playlist uh, people, right? Um, yeah,
0: yeah, I've, I've heard I, about this.
1: So i uh, I was invited to try out the beta for that a few months ago during the summer, and my uh, I submitted one song there uh, called "The Pianist," uh, the pianist, uh, and. Uh, I don't think they added my song to any playlists, but still that song is still doing really well. For just one month, it's gotten around 30,000 views, nice. which, is really, which is really great for just one month for me at least. Uh, but I think uh, I think if you have songs where you sing, especially, you will have a lot bigger success, especially with reaching these official playlists. But I think that's, that's something w- what I'm telling my friends right now is that you have to sign up as a Spotify artist. It's really important. And then you have to use that website to to, to submit your songs to, to the official people working at Spotify.
0: Yeah, and, and just to kind of jump in for those of you that are listening to this that are that are new to this. So the way this works, like like you said, Christopher, you can you can submit your music to Spotify via CD Baby, which is also the distribution s- service that I use. And through CD Baby, and you can correct me if I say anything wrong here, but through CD Baby, there is a a function, a tool called Spotify for artists, or you can connect to Spotify for artists. And from that page, you can manage your tracks, look at statistics, look at which playlist you've been been featured on. And there's a, a, a function within that page to submit your music directly to uh, Spotify. Like you said, official Spotify playlist. One of the things though that I just realized, and, and like I said, I'm pretty new to Spotify. I'm really just, just recently getting into this but to submit your tracks to these Spotify playlists, your tracks actually have to be unreleased, right? So you have to yeah, they have
1: to be unreleased. That's why, that's why, uh, usually when I release music, I just release them instantly, uh, which is something I can't do from now on. From now on, uh, every every time I, I release a single, I'm going to put the two to three weeks, uh, release date in the future. And then d- during those weeks, I'm going to log into Spotify artist, the Spotify artist page, and I'll yeah. just uh, submit it. You have to fill out this information: is it a vocal song? Who wrote the lyrics? Is it in English? It's like a lot of this stuff. And then you have, and then you, you you can probably be sure that they will listen to you. And if they think your your music is good and uh, and it fits one of their playlists, you might get into a playlist, and that's potential millions of listeners. That's crazy. It hasn't happened me yet. I was lucky to get into a private playlist and not into an official playlist. Uh, I'm hoping that's gonna happen one day because I, I started to sing and I started to I've been singing for many years, but I haven't really had my own voice in my own music yet. so that's something yeah. I'm excited about for this winter.
0: No, that, that's awesome. I'm doing the, the same thing. I mean, prior, yeah, good luck. <laughs> I thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing the same thing. And prior to learning about this, like you, I was just releasing music on Spotify. I wasn't really giving much thought to release dates. I was just putting music out and I would release it right away, but I'm sort of re strategizing and um, my plan going forward, tell me what you think of this plan is to release music. My goal, is to release a new single every two weeks, two to three weeks.
1: That's good, yeah.
0: And then submit each single to Spotify playlist and hopefully pick up some traction that way. But I, I want to back up for 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 all of you listening to this. So you t- so you said you're at about 20 million streams. Currently. Yeah,
1: I was surprised because I haven't checked. I didn't check that for like a year, and then I was like, wait, how many? How much do I have actually? And then I went into this website and I just, whoa. What what really is crazy is that I reached over a million point one point three million individual people on Spotify. That's really crazy because I ne- I thought it was not more I don't know it was more than ten times as much as I expected.
0: That's incredible. So twenty million streams. Let's talk a little bit about money because there's I I think some some yeah. You know, d- different. Uh, a lot of people are saying different things in terms of how much Spotify streams generate. And you and I message back and forth.
1: Yeah, it's definitely uh, in the ballpark around if you get half a million streams, just yeah. two thousand dollars. Half if a million you,
0: streams is two thousand is around. Yeah, 2, so
1: so one million is four thousand, right? It's yeah. math <laughs> simple math? Uh, a lot of people are saying like they get like this, you know, fraction of a fraction of a dollar and stuff like that. But yeah, that's true, I guess but if you if you if you like me you compose the music you record it you produce it you master it you mix it you you earn 100% of that right or maybe i think i earn 90% because cd baby takes 10% cut or something like that,
0: that yeah 10% so
1: it's pretty big but
0: is it fair to say then that the people bitching about about that's Those royalty, our our labels, or they just yeah. don't get hundred percent of the royalties. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry for interrupting you. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that's true. That's probably because they earn a little, a few percentage, right? Yeah. That means that they are sharing the royalties with a lot of people. And that's something that uh, I guess when you're part of like, because I'm I'm twenty six, right? So I, I guess I'm part of like the new, new, newer generations of uh, producers and stuff like that. And musicians overall, so I had to learn how to do everything myself. But in the end, I guess I reap the reward because I don't have to split the, the royalties with anyone. And I have had people, the managers, and uh, small labels that wanted to be like, like, "Can I? Can we? Can we be your label? And like, can I be your manager? Like, you just have to split twenty or thirty percent or fifty percent of your royalties." And I'm like, if I do that, I can't pay rent. <laughs> uh, it would have to be like kind of like a major label if I wanted to actually go go into that. Uh,
0: yeah, no, no. Listen, listen. That that's amazing. So what I want to find out, Christopher. So you're at 20 million streams, and you said when you when were you on this major playlist? What year did you say that was when you got this major bump in in your Spotify traffic?
1: It was honestly thanks to YouTube. Uh, I think. Uh, I started to take youtube very seriously by end of 2012 and back then remember back in 2012 2013 both youtube and facebook were was extremely good for promoting your music they are not today not today they're very very bad today Uh, but back then if you on youtube for example uh, you could send messages to people really easily so I was just sending private messages to people who I knew liked my music because they were already commenting on my. The guy who inspired me to get into this genre is called Black Mill. He's from Scotland, uh, about my age, and he made two albums. And he was basically he could basically retire. Or I think he's been he retired for the past six years now. Wow. And he's my age, and that's crazy, right? Uh, but he inspired me to to make this music. So I was like, if I because I had a feeling I think people would like my music if they like his music, so I started to message people that commented on his videos. A hundred I would, I would message message maybe up to a thousand people. A lot of people, some people would be angry because they would be like stop trying to promote your music.
0: A, a thousand if, people per what time per day, I per think,
1: week? no, over like a few weeks or something like that. Okay. Wow, okay, uh, cool. I okay. would send, yeah. uh, but my message would be very friendly, but I would be like, it would not be like a friendly inv- invitation to check out my music, Uh, but not like this typical spam, right? I would make it kind of personal. And uh, uh, a lot of people would be angry, but the the vast majority would actually be surprised. They would be like, oh, wait, I actually love your music. And uh, that that way, I grew my YouTube channel up to around 10,000 subscribers very, very quick. And those people, in turn, started to listen to me on Spotify as well. And I guess one of these people, he just happened to own this playlist, and he really loved my music, and uh, he put my music along with other more unknown artists in there, and he basically made uh, he basically he basically made us being able to live from our music. But uh, what's interesting now uh, is that uh, most of my most of my streams they don't come from playlists anymore; they come from private like private uh, people's playlist and the weekly generated list. The, do not underestimate the weekly underest, the weekly list, you know, that gets randomized and generated for you.
0: If so I can jump, if I can jump in really quick though, because yeah. y- you 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 said something really interesting and I want to sort of highlight this because you, you you said earlier in the conversation that a lot of this is just luck, right? You you were lucky in the sense that you were featured on this very prominent playlist. And that obviously brought a lot more traffic your way. But at the same time, what I'm hearing is you're putting a lot, you put in a lot of work. You obviously created the music, you emailed up to a thousand people on YouTube. So you were obviously actively promoting yeah. and getting your music the, out there as well. So it sounds to me like it's a combination of a lot of work and Both that, Is that fair to say?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess with the hard work, uh is still not enough i guess you need the luck but i I guess the luck comes from the hard work in a sense uh i mean the thing is uh i've I've made about eight or nine albums in this genre and i think nobody has done that in the like in this niche in this niche of a genre i have made the most music in the world i think and that uh, that's because i guess i haven't had a job so i've just been able to live pretty cheap and I've just been grinding and composing, playing piano every day and just trying to make quality music. And, uh, uh, it seems like it, it's working. Uh, some, yeah. some months have been harder than others. Sure. And, uh, it's what kind of fun.
0: Did, Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, do, and, do you mind me asking what you make on an average month from Spotify? And do you have other revenue streams as well or just Spotify? Yes
1: right now it's 90 is spotify rest is oh. itunes and bandcamp and okay. for me it's kind of scary because i don't want to have everything coming from one revenue so i'm trying to get into other i want to get into making sample packs you know yeah like getting getting into that business because i think that's something that i could do i think i could do it pretty well uh, just have to i just have to make a really good sample pack this winter <laughs> And also, like you said, m- licensing for some of some of my songs. I think that's something that I could do. That that's a, that's a business I have. I don't have no idea how to, how to get into. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I make uh, a good month would be two thousand dollars.
0: Okay, well, that's that's amazing. That's incredible. You know, a couple that months month
1: would be one thousand.
0: Okay, so between so one and two thousand dollars a month.
1: Yeah, 90%. it's not a lot of. It's not the most money, but you know, you can live by. You can live off that in Sweden. And that's that's what's important, right? Live from your hobby.
0: Exactly, and like you said, you're only 26. You have your whole career ahead. of I haven't
1: of you. started touring yet. I think I could I could have been touring for years. I'm just kind of shy, and I don't really I don't really perform live. So it's something I haven't really done yet either.
0: Well, will listen as you know as my way of of saying thanks for doing this podcast. I will send you several of my courses on licensing. So you know that. Yeah,
1: that would be awesome
0: another revenue stream for you to, to, to look into. I think this is great though. I think, you know, a thousand to $2,000 a month just from Spotify. Now, At this point, do you, do you, do you see it growing from here? Are you able, is the money pretty consistent or do you?
1: It is extremely consistent, which is weird because I've been getting paid almost every month since August, 2014. That's over four years now. Yeah. And for me, after the first few months, I was like, "Okay, this is gonna end at any time. This is gonna end very soon." And then one year, then two years, and I'm, I, and I'm asking myself, "Why is this? How does this keep going? Is it, when is when is it gonna stop? And um, how come it's this? Because for a few years, it's kind of been stagnant. Like it's been around the same all the time. And I feel like, how do I grow from here? And that's something I'm still working on.
0: Uh... Have you? What about? What about actively trying to get featured on more playlists, on different playlists? Is is that something you... I've been
1: trying, but yeah. I actually, I don't think a single one have answered my emails. Not a single one.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Especially considering uh, all the success you've had so far. Yeah, Why I do feel you like
1: I'm too successful for being, never being answered. Because there's, there's these YouTube channels, you know, you no know, YouTube promoters. Mm-hmm. They have these channels with like uh, half a half million subscribers and they upload daily songs from various artists.
0: Yeah.
1: I've been very, I've, I've had big success on their mixes. Some of the mixes have like, you know, like 20 million views and my I have two songs in the start or something like that. So my music has around, I think, my music has been heard more than 100 million times on YouTube. And that's crazy. It's like, what? And uh, so I feel like a lot of these channels have been being built on top of music like me. Mm-hmm. like my music and other people's music especially in the chillstep uh, genre um but a lot of these uh, channels they're very big now so uh, they they don't even respond to me in emails or anything but i feel like they still get promoted sometimes uh some of my songs but i feel it's sending i've kind of stopped sending people emails i stopped sending promoters emails i stopped trying to get on playlists and stuff like that in that sense where I'm sending emails to private persons that have this big list because I feel like <laughs> I know I should keep doing it, but I feel like I just get really let, I get really depressed and let down when I never get a rep- reply, so I understand that It's very annoying when, annoying and annoying. It's very sad when you never get a reply. And then at like random times, people promote my music anyway, so I don't know how that works.
0: Well, so, and it might be hard for you to to answer this question, but, but what I want to ask you is, you know, you've had all the success, 20 million streams on Spotify. If, what advice do you have to other artists? If, if, you know, for people listening to this that want to, to go further on Spotify, want to get, I mean, like myself, for example, I'm really just getting started. I have very few listeners. What can we do? to try and sort of follow in, in your footsteps. Are, are there any specific tips or strategies you would
1: recommend? So the biggest tip is uh, it's better to be a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. <laughs> uh, it's I know you should make the music that you love, make the music that, uh, that you really care about, right? You shouldn't just make pop music because you think it's going to sell. Uh, it's definitely important to find your niche and be unique in that niche. You have to stand—I don't know—you have to stand out somehow. Uh, so here's what happened: to a really important thing, a big turning turning point in my life. I made music when I was like 18, 19, many years ago. I made piano music, I made orchestral music when I was a beginner. Some of these songs got like 100,000 views on on YouTube, but I noticed nobody is nobody is subscribing, nobody is caring. Why is this getting so much views, but people don't care? I realized that I don't have an artist name, and I I use my real name, right? I use my real name, Christopher Highlander.
0: You don't have a what? I I didn't catch that. You don't have a, a what? Did you say?
1: I didn't use an artist name in the beginning. I didn't I didn't have like an alias for my music. Okay. I just used my real name, and I realized that I need to build a brand about my music. So I decided to take this uh, Killigrew. This uh, old English last name, like a family name. And uh, I started to build my brand really slowly. First year, it was really slow. I think I had around 300 subscribers after one year. But that tripled every year almost, tripled, 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 as I slowly built my brand up. Uh, And with my brand, I use a lot of uh, nature, a lot of Nature wallpapers and a lot of trees and forests. I wanted people to connect my music to nature, my music to forests, and I don't know, make people be a little, bit, little bit more spiritual and uh, loving and caring, and you know, that, all that. And that seems to have uh, kind of worked. And people really connect my music to that now. And uh, I okay, don't think, that, uh, yeah, you do yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know what to say more, <laughs> but yeah. No, no, no,
0: no, that's good stuff. I think there's a couple key things that you said. One is big fish in a small pond. So it it sounds no. to me like one of the keys to your success has been, like you said, you're one of the first people to make chill chill step, which is you know that might be hard for the average musician to to replicate.
1: Yeah, they have no idea what John Ray even
0: but certainly that idea of finding a niche and, and I have, I've come across a few other similar success stories in the licensing space. There there's an artist that I work with Chuck Hughes, who Mm -hmm. I talk about quite frequently, he's a rockabilly artist and he's done super well in licensing. And I think one of the keys to his success is, you know, rockabilly is, is bigger than chill step, but it's still a relatively small genre in the context of licensing. So, yeah so it sounds to me you know find your niche and then branding like you said you you came up yeah. with an a- alias and you created That's all this imagery and really interesting branding how did you um how did that evolve over the years when did you decide to go the the, the sort of nature spiritual route was that always something you had envisioned or was that something you kind of discovered that along was, the way uh
1: since i live in sweden there's just force everywhere and i wanted to i want I get really inspired by nature when i when i'm out walking or if i'm in the mountains hiking um i guess i just wanted to share my love for nature in my music to people and it just evolved naturally that i wanted to i wanted people to visualize my music in that way with nature and uh, i think yeah definitely uh, a lot of my listeners are american and a lot of them a lot of them are very spiritual spiritual and uh I don't know. That seems to have been the key. Uh, but definitely the best tips is to uh, find your niche and uh, b- b- work on branding, right? I had this uh, in 2014, in January 2014. This was, this was before I earned anything at all. I had a Skype lesson with this artist called Varian. He's a very prominent and famous producer. And I basically had this one or two hour Skype lesson with him. He basically, he basically told me that your music sounds good. I mean, it's the melodies are good, but your mixing is very bad, and that made me hate my music. If I couldn't, I couldn't release anything for almost two years after that. Uh, wow. But he told me how important branding is, and he told me I actually was uh, doing a really good job for not really knowing what I was doing. That was good to hear from like a really famous, famous artist.
0: Yeah. No. No. That, that's awesome. I mean, this is r- really good stuff, Christopher. What I'm hearing, sort of, my key takeaways from from this conversation, I'm learning yeah. just like everybody else. But what it sounds to me, in in your case, it was a combination of a lot of hard work. You know, you like you said, you were emailing thousands of people on YouTube, yeah. time and consistency. You built this up over time. You had sort of your quote unquote lucky big break on Spotify, getting featured on the on this playlist, and then your branding. So I think those are. Um, Really important takeaways, important lessons for for all of us out there making independent music. Um, it looks like we've gone think about forty five minutes here. I'm kind of losing track of time. so I'm gonna let you go. Thank you so much for for doing this though and and for those of you listening, this is the first and and what I hope and what I plan to be a series of podcasts and videos about about um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. I really, I'm really interested in learning more. I think the potential on Spotify is significant and more and more I'm coming across great stories like yours, Christopher. So thank you so yeah. much for, for doing I, this.
1: Can I say a few final words? Uh, sure, absolutely. Spotify definitely the most important platform right now, uh, today in this year. Pro- probably Spotify is going to be the most important platform for the next few years. But I, I'm definitely definitely seeing YouTube and Facebook for music, as, at least for music, is going downhill. It's been going downhill for the past few years. Uh, you don't have the same reach as you used to have. Very, very very limited reach. They, why, I do, guess you, why, why do you think that is? Because they want you to you, you pay a lot of money to promote it. And uh, you didn't have to do that before. Mm. And uh, even if you pay, you still very limited. And... Uh, and uh, I think that you have to be aware aware of the new platforms that's coming up, and you have to kind of be early to know. Like you have to be quick. There's a lot of people always talk, hype about these different platforms, Reverb Nation, and, and I'm like, I don't think that's I don't think you need to be on that at all. Not not that important. Uh, I think YouTube definitely caters to people that are already really big. It used to be good for if you were a new, a new YouTuber. Used to be pretty good, uh, but I think these days the, the YouTube only cares about the already famous people. So it's really hard to grow there. Really hard. Uh, yeah, definitely important what you name your videos, the titles. That's that's what actually gets you views. Um, yeah,
0: it, it it seems like with maybe with YouTube. Um, tell me what you think. It... My, my sense is that YouTube has gotten so big and there's so many content creators on YouTube. Yeah, it's that, that, saturated. That, yeah, it's just it's oversaturated. And if oversaturated. you're if you're new to YouTube, it seems like it's really hard. It seems like it would be really hard to build momentum mm-hmm. um, because there's just so many people already on there that are already doing well. Do, do you think that's part of it, too? Maybe maybe it isn't that YouTube doesn't care. It's just that there's so much content that it's it's hard to kind of find your, your way if you're just starting out.
1: Yeah. The problem is, kind of, if you're the problem is, you can have a lot of subscribers, but they can't, they're not gonna see that you upload a video unless they go to your channel manually. Like, uh, yeah, I'm just not a fan of the layout and everything. It's, it's, I don't know, it's not that good. Used to be very good, though. Uh, well,
0: it seems like this is just sort of the nature has been the nature of the music yeah, industry over the last changing. Years, keeps changing and keeps evolving, which I is why it, I'm so interested in Spotify.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. interesting too because you never know, like in one or two years, five years, uh, where do you want to be? Like, uh, what websites do you want to be on? And I want this. Really, that's really interesting. But Spotify, I think, definitely the powerhouse. I guess the app, the Apple one, the Apple Music is starting to grow a bit as well. I think I see, like, maybe 5% of my income is from Apple now. That's weird. Cuz I don't really like that. I don't really like Apple products. <laughs> but you got to be everywhere. Oh, this is something that's amazing. Uh, you have to watch out for the Chinese markets and the Japanese uh cuz they all want to well, they all want to make the next Spotify. Um uh, Yeah. My music has surprisingly millions of views in China, but they're not going to pay me anything because they don't have laws that they have to pay for music. So mm. while my music could be while my music is popular in China, I don't really benefit from that, except that, I don't know, people... Is it, to, it, on, what pla-
0: on what platform did they discover you oh, in Oh, I don't know. There's
1: all these mobile uh, apps, and uh, they're free, right? So they don't pay a cent to the artists at all. But I well, think in a, few, in a few years, they will, right? In a few years, they will have to make everything real, like Spotify. So definitely the Asian markets. I haven't thought I haven't thought about that until recently. Also the Middle Eastern. I think in like uh, there's a Middle Eastern kind of Spotify. Uh, I forgot the name for that now, but uh, definitely there's gonna be more Spotify type of platforms that's gonna pay. And uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> it has just started in the streaming business. I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, it seems to me like, like I said at the beginning of this podcast as recently as a couple years ago, I was really cynical, like a lot of musicians about Spotify and to, and to be honest, just the state of the music business, in general, you know, I've been making music for a long time yeah. for, you know, 20 years. I've, I've been performing and writing and licensing and I go through ups and downs sort of emotionally.
1: Yeah. That's the you, life,
0: <laughs> Right. You, you know, that's, I'm sure you can relate as a fellow musician. And I really went through a period where I was really cynical and a little depressed about the state of things. And, and it was hard because, you know, here I, I am, I run this, I host this podcast and I have this website and I really, want and need to be positive about the music industry. But really for the first time, I would say oh, this year in particular, over the last few months, I'm starting to get really optimistic again. And, and the reason I'm optimistic is because I'm meeting more and more people like you and I'm connecting with people that are are finding ways to generate money, to to generate revenue. Like you said, a month in the grand scheme of things, maybe isn't a ton of money, but it's from your music. You're, you're living off of it. You're, you're only 26. And, uh, so I think it's exciting and hopefully things will continue to improve. So again, thank you so much for doing this. What, what I want to do, Christopher is tell everybody your website address where they can go learn more about you. And, um, then we can play one of your songs at at the end of this, if that's cool with you, but what is, what is your website address?
1: So I don't really use a website at all, actually. I oh, just, okay. Or, or how can uh, people find you? Bandcamp Spotify? Band Spotify would be the easiest, right? Just grew uh, And, Gru.
0: and, and can kind you of, spell that for people so they can oh, find Oh, that,
1: That's uh, K-I-L-L-I-G-R-E-W. It's uh, a bit hard to pronounce actually, but uh, just K-I-L-L-I and you can find it. Killy. People call me Killy. Killy. Uh, so K I L L
0: I G R E yeah. U, Killy Grew.
1: Yeah, with a W in the
0: end. The W in the end. So yeah. so so find Christopher, his alias, his, his musical project is Killy Grew. Look him up on Spotify. Check out his music. Look at the, all the streams he's he's getting. And then if it's cool, Christopher, let's play. Can you send me a track after this, and I'll
1: yeah. I'll, i can I'll, send. Cool. Uh, I think I think I have the song for it.
0: Do you know which track you'll send me what it's called?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna send my dying star. What is it called? My dying star.
0: My dying star.
1: Awesome. Pretty so dramatic.
0: This is Christopher Highlander. His, his music, his project is called "Killy Guru. And this is my dying star. Christopher, thank you so much for doing this.
1: Thanks Aaron for having me.